0: Welcome to Tricks of the Rich, the cure for financial FOMO. That's the fear of missing out on what all the rich people seem to know that no one ever told the rest of us. We've heard that rich people know how to make money work for them. Were we absent the day they taught that? We're still working for money. Well, we've decided to do what the rich do. Assemble a team of expensive experts and advisors to do the hard work for us. They'll be our guests, and we're going to pick their brains every week and learn the tricks of the rich so we have a chance to get rich too, if we so choose. We weren't born with membership in the Rich Person Club, so we're going to crash it. Thanks for joining us.
1: So we're back with Jen Does Her Estate Plan Part 2, and today we're going to focus on what Jen says will be the shortest and easiest part of the program, Jen's assets. Um, <laughs> shortest, easiest, so and most uh, most shameful. So as not to embarrass Jen, I will not use numbers. Thank you.
0: I was going to ask about that. I'm like, I, I don't have my bleeper at the ready, so... Sounds yeah, good. No, you
1: don't need a bleeper. or I don't discuss numbers or account numbers anyway. Fabulous. So we have a number of categories of assets, but as part of setting up your estate plan, you know, the, the big three items are family, which we discussed assets for today, and then what your estate planning goals are for part three. And then I can get to work on actually creating the estate plan. So the first part of what are Jen's assets is real estate. And then there's the obvious and the not so obvious real estate. So the obvious, you wrote down that your home. I will not disclose the address to anybody without, you know, a bribe. And like (laughs) most folks, you have you have a a mortgage, but it's not crazy. Um, And I'm assuming that this property is owned by both you and your husband. Yes it's the perfect
0: situation only his name on the loan but both of our names on the property so i'm free loading
1: so if there's a problem uh with with paying the loan it won't go on your credit it'll go just on his
0: doesn't that work out nicely
1: so i am going to need a copy or scan of the current grant deed to the property it's not mortgage only one page maybe two with the leadership and i will need a recent property tax bill as well because you said the current
0: that, grant deed. I'm sorry, and there was a little audio blurb. I want to make sure I got that whole sentence. The current grant deed,
1: grant deed to the property and the proper recent property tax bill.
0: Okay, and the current grant deed is that? Do I also get that from the recorder?
1: No, that was mailed to you after you bought your house, and it should not have been affected by any subsequent mortgages or refinances or anything.
0: Okay, so the grant deed is just the ownership. It's not what's owed on it. So that wouldn't right. have changed from when we bought it.
1: Correct. I don't want your mortgage paper. Some people send me 60, 70 pages of mortgage documents, and that doesn't help at all. Gotcha. Grant deed just shows who sold it to you and how you own title.
0: How? Okay, perfect. And um, just a copy of that will do, and then the copy of the most recent property tax statement or any?
1: Any Recent property tax statements, I'm any recent last account. five years.
0: Oh, okay, perfect.
1: I need that to make sure I have the current parcel number to your property, because parcel numbers have been updated, and older deeds do not have the full parcel number.
0: Okay, perfect. Okay. Yes.
1: Now the next question you is: Is you only listed one property? Do you have any other real estate interests, such as timeshares or limited partnership investments? Um, no, nope, nope. Well, they're not all good investments. I just need to know if you did them. Because if you have a timeshare, timeshares can be very burdensome on the family, especially if they're not in a trust. If the family wants to keep them, it's going to have to be some sort of procedure in the state the timeshare is in. So gotcha. it yeah. can be very challenging, and a lot of people invest in real estate in small increments with other people in limited partnerships and real estate investment trusts. So that also needs to be, you know, included.
0: Yeah, have none of those. Plan to have some in the future, but not now.
1: Very good. All right. Part two are vehicles, um, cars, boats, etc. And I don't care about them unless there's something very valuable. So. I think I'll just skip through that section.
0: Oh, so you're Uh, saying my Honda Odyssey, 2003 Honda Odyssey, isn't like a rare relic?
1: Well, it is a relic at this point. Rare it isn't. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. All right. The next section is for banks. fully
0: installed gum in the upholstery?
1: For banks, I just mainly start off with the names of your banks. So you've got... um, You have the two that are obvious and then ua is that united airlines
0: oh actually united association it's my husband's credit union for his union
1: united association credit union okay
0: i think that and also the other credit (laughs) union is some token amount just to have an account with the with the loans we have so
1: all right then you listed um, all of your 401ks Mm -hmm. So that's good. Uh, Retirement plan. Can you
0: tell me something that I haven't been able to get a good answer and that you might not even know the answer to this question, but what's the difference between a 401k and an A? Because my husband's union deferred comp, I think it was called deferred comp and it was a 401a and then recently it became a K. Do you know if there's a difference?
1: I don't. That's a great financial planning question, and you can ask the expert, Clay Smudsky, and he can let you know. I know that some, like 403Bs, are for um, charities. Some are for charities. Some are for governments. That one, perhaps, is for um, unions. Mm -hmm. But they all end up working the same way at the end. Okay. Now, for life insurance... Oh, I'm sorry,
0: have you already gotten to the past part of the pension or is that after life insurance? Because I had questions in that area.
1: Okay, so pensions, I only really only work into estate planning if there's any value after both you and your husband are dead. And usually there is no value there.
0: Gotcha. So even if I'm taken care of, it doesn't make provisions for kids usually. So it's kind of a moot point. Correct. Okay.
1: Now, I notice your husband has, oh, there's life insurance on you. Yes. And that looks like it kind of hits the, the magic number, which is I want you to have enough life insurance to pay off your mortgage, put your kids through graduate school, and let your husband eat for a couple of weeks. <laughs> uh, however, I don't see any useful insurance on him there's a very very small accidental death and dismemberment policy so if your husband were to die i'd recommend making it look like an accident but that amount is is i'll make sure to
0: dismember him as quickly as i can (laughs) after he after he uh just make it look look like an
1: accident jen but you need life insurance on him that's kind of a desperate need if he will qualify
0: uh, that's the problem. He has type one diabetes and that's very expensive if, if you can get it at all. Like I've had, I've had companies just turn him down outright. Uh,
1: well I can check with a company. Uh, I can check with some people I work with.
0: I would love that. Cause I've had a real hard time. Like I, I, when I got mine, I had, he did the blood test, the physical, the works and, um, I think they opted not to insure him, even though his A1C and all the metrics were really good. He's the healthiest diabetic I've ever known. But, How um, old is he? 41. 41?
1: You, you ought to know that right off the bat.
0: <laughs> I had to do the math. I knew he was born in 79. So.
1: Type 1.
0: We were trying to be responsible and got me covered. and um, Yeah, it's been a lot well, harder than I expected.
1: So yeah, that might be a problem. So. He needs to work and save more money for you guys then. So I've sent something to one of my fabulous insurance agents, and if not, I'll try one of my other fabulous insurance agents. But as a general rule, you want to have enough life insurance to take care of your dependents, to pay off your debts, and offset any estate taxes. You don't have any estate taxes, which is another goal you need to work on.
0: have enough money to to need to pay taxes is that what you mean correct (laughs) okay i like that idea
1: all right and then you own the business um we're not going to put a value on it because your estate's going to be under 23 million so i'm not worried about it um and you own 50 percent yes um and that's important to take care of business interests so here's a here's the magic question for you um and the, is what happens to your business if you or your partner die?
0: Uh, you know, our CPA and attorney was, um, business attorney wanted us to do a um, partnership agreement, and we never did. So, I mean, we would just want,
1: right. well, you, I mean, so, I'd, I'd, want
0: my, I'd want my interest in it to pass to my kids, obviously, or right. pass to my so, family. Well,
1: this is an LLC, you said so there yeah. has to be an llc agreement in existence right? i think
0: it was probably just the stock one we got from uh, like a, a, a rocket lawyer or whatever <laughs> we don't right, have so a specific point, agreement yeah.
1: so at some point you need to have you need to have a real business attorney like michael schachter and walnut creek make sure you have a legitimate business entity and you've been doing the required paperwork with the state of California otherwise it's not even valid that's just like that's just step 1 the yeah, we, more important thing is all, well just as important you have to have a valid business entity but then you need to have some sort of basic agreement with your partner about what's going to happen to the business if you die because she probably doesn't want to be a partner with your husband
0: yeah yeah you i don't mean want we,
1: to be a- Right.
0: We definitely have the legal entity and we have everything appropriate with the state and government entities and all the agreements for LLC and the current ownership, but we don't have a plan, I think for, I mean, unless there is some kind of stock government, government um, inheritance rights to LLCs, we haven't formalized anything beyond
1: that. There you is nothing. It would go, it would go through probate to her next of kin. Okay. So you need to have a written agreement that says if one of us dies The other one of us gets the business and their family gets a little life insurance. Now, if the business has no value, I I would just start at survivor gets the business. But once the business has some value, the smart people buy, have the business buy a little life insurance, becomes a business expense. And then the surviving family gets the life insurance and the business goes to the surviving partner just think how valuable that would be for everybody
0: okay and then what if um what if i don't want to do that and the business is worth five million dollars and i want i mean I, i i don't always have to keep up life insurance to be half of the value of the business do i
1: no you just should have an agreement then on a purchase and sale. so what would happen is is if one of you dies, the survivor has to buy the business, gets the business for a fee, a set fee or an appraised fee or some sort of formula so that way you know your husband isn't stuck as a partner in the business and your partner isn't stuck with your husband in the business.
0: Gotcha. okay
1: and you All don't right. have to fund it with life insurance but if the business becomes very valuable then it'll it'll be impossible for the buyout to happen and then things blow up from there
0: well i mean i hope that happens <laughs> like i hope yes, it's valuable I enough
1: have... yeah In absolutely
0: what?
1: no yeah, i so, hope so too
0: oh you mean if it were beyond life insurance so if there if right. if there is just some kind of um, a survivor, like, you know, having to buy it out at the appraised value or something. Um, presumably, if she didn't have the cash or didn't want to take it out of the business, then there's just some kind of holding pattern until one can buy out? Or what, how do people hand, handle that?
1: Well, what would happen is, is if, if um, she couldn't afford the business, it, if they, they'd have to come up with an agreement. And if they couldn't come up with an agreement, she would have to sell the business okay and split the money with your family
0: it's like a but house you, in case of divorce
1: right so you need to have right so you need to have like a business prenup what's going to happen and, and usually this will also cover something you know what will what would happen if um if one of you just wants out right cover that too so when you want and i'm just i'm i'm kind of putting this out there because this comes up a lot in my world because people come to me with uh, when someone has died and if we have a business, it makes it very complicated. And I've never been lucky enough to have a a business agreement that actually worked.
0: Wow. Um, That's right. amazing.
1: Yeah. Um, so so Mike,
0: Michael Schachter in Walnut Creek can help yeah. me with that,
1: huh? Because <laughs> no one ever does these agreements. There's a lot of estate planning that can be done to make life easy for people when you own a business, but the business of course has to have some value. If it doesn't have value, just have a simple agreement uh, as to what will happen to the business if you croak. Okay. Um, the next thing is, is I'm looking at um, debt because mortgages, debt is all what life insurance is made to pay off. And we've already um, discussed that issue. That just makes it that much more important. Uh, does anybody owe you any money?
0: Um, I mean, not enough that I would claim it, like a few it's thousand no dollars here and there.
1: I'm looking for things like notes and deeds of trust that we would want to make sure were assigned to your living trust.
0: No, nothing like that. Just family handshake loans and stuff that never got paid back. But I guess that's a probably normal family business.
1: Yeah. Um, but we can include those in your estate plan if you want your estate to claim that money.
0: No, that's all right. No, I, someone told me once, don't lend money to friends or family that you don't consider gone immediately. So I'm gonna, I'm all gonna right. stick with that
1: or make a smaller loan the first time. So when they ask you for another one, you can say, well, if you couldn't pay back $500, you're not going to be able to pay back 20000 So
0: Probably should have thought of that, but okay. <laughs> yeah, live and learn. Yeah. It was
1: a- now, if your kids were older, I would have asked the question differently. I would have said, does anybody owe you any money other than your kids?
0: Oh. Because yeah, most
1: my- people's kids owe them something. It's, you'd be, it maybe doesn't surprise you.
0: No, it doesn't because I'm one of those kids. So I, I know that provision has been made in another will. So. Perfect. <laughs> yeah.
1: So the next question I is Do you have a safe deposit box? No. And when I say that, I, I, it amazes me how many people say yes but don't have a safe deposit box at a bank. They just have a safe at home yes that
0: i do have but i know it's not official
1: now a safe deposit box at a bank is great for you know papers and things and maybe some jewelry you want to protect but i hate it when people put their estate planning documents in there because usually the safe deposit box is frozen and then if you're sick in the hospital and they want to get your papers or if you're dead they can't get stuff out of your safe deposit box oh my so, gosh um, yeah, i like i don't like people putting their estate plans into um, safe deposit boxes
0: that makes sense nope i i mean i always thought that was kind of a uh... I don't know. Safe deposit boxes is kind of like a seems a little old fashioned to me, but I guess people with with meaningful documents and stuff actually still use them, huh?
1: So there's good news and bad news here. Okay. We're done with the financial part. Didn't take very long. <laughs> so, oh, let, me, let me
0: let me ask you let me ask you yeah. real quick though. Um, I have a few questions came up in doing this section that I think a lot of people would benefit from knowing. Number one. Do I need to tell you or someone the like the code of my home safe where we have valuables
1: is yes. is the answer is yes, so when we do your living trust gen we 're going to do a little summary version of it i 'm going to staple my card to that and you 're going to give that to your successor trustees along with. The information about your safe, so they can get into the safe and get your documents and other things if you are gone. So it's obviously very important to have very trustworthy people um, that you're giving this information to.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Um, is it? Are there any like technical or technology ways to secure that until after your death?
1: I'm sure they are, but I don't know of them.
0: Okay, I might do a little research, because it seems like there would be one, you know, if you as the attain- estate attorney trigger some technology that either changes the code or emails a code or something that someone can't have until someone dies, it seems like that would be useful.
1: Okay, yeah, it would be, but I don't know of anything.
0: Okay, I'll either look up that or invent that. Okay, cool. And um, the debt, like credit card debt, the bane of my existence, does that, I guess, obviously, that um, that money would be taken out of the estate before the remainder is distributed.
1: Right. We would use some of your life insurance to pay that off, but... Okay. Um, a good way to perhaps make your existence more comfortable would be to get a home equity line of credit. They're currently at a very low interest rate and free to set up, and you use that to pay off your credit card debt, and that'll save you probably over 20%.
0: Yes, I would like to do that. At least most of my credit card debt is on a card with only 7% interest, but if I can get a HELOC that's tax deductible and uh, you know, in, at three or four, obviously that would be better.
1: They may not be tax deductible, but there'll be a lower interest rate, and then you can put money in and out of them as well.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Yes. I'm going to make that call as soon as we get off this Zoom. Thank you very much for that reminder. It's been hanging over my head. I've just got to take care of this business. A lot of it is like denial and procrastination is like the main reason. This this is holding me accountable to yeah. do things that intuitively I know and haven't done. So you're, you're providing a very important service to me. I appreciate it.
1: All right, so any other questions on the financial matter? Because I'm going to move on to a, a, another section.
0: I'm ready. I think that's it.
1: All right, so I have bad news. You and your husband are dead. So you want to be cremated, but you left your husband's section blank. Does he also want prefer cremation?
0: Taxidermied.
1: Taxidermy is possible but expensive uh, they kind of freeze you and put you uh, in a facility
0: yeah so, prop, prop him in the corner he wants to be right. stuck so like real, a stag
1: so so the way it works is if you're if you're buried they normally put preservatives in you and that's as close to taxidermy as you're going to get so your choice is burial or cremation your cremation what is he
0: um let's go with cremation i will um i'll tell you otherwise. If if. That's not true, <laughs> I should have asked, but he's been working long hours and yeah. we haven't had a whole lot of FaceTime lately.
1: Well, so you've answered my next question and that is you probably have not done any pre-planning. No. Do you like your children? Love them then you need to set this up in advance so if anything does happen to you all your family has to do is make a phone call and everything is taken care of otherwise they won't even know how to get started and it's just a horrible time to create chaos for your family and there are many good companies out there that would love to set things up for you Um, i realize you're younger than some of my clients Uh, But it's a good time to at least make the decision of what you're going to do. You can't even pre-plan until you've made the decision of burial versus cremation. So it's time to have that discussion with your husband.
0: Okay. And do you have a company that you'd recommend to uh, implement our death plan?
1: I do. So once you've decided what your death plan is going to be, I will refer you to the right company to help you at least set up the real basics. Okay. Um, Are either of you by any chance a veteran? No. So if there's a veteran, there are all kinds of free services and opportunities for you, but you have to set them up in advance. A lot of people like the idea of using the veteran service, but they don't set it up right. Hmm. And, And that causes problems. And some of them are amazing.
0: Okay, you just earned another client. My uh, my navy, my former navy brother-in-law <laughs> will be in touch because I'm I'm sure the, there are things that
1: you have set up that should be. Oh, just have him email me, and I will forward the email to someone who set up a free uh, plan for him.
0: Oh, perfect! Thank you.
1: It's called a sacred space for those who serve through sacred space memorials and they'll do the paperwork and stuff for, for veterans to get them set up.
0: Oh, that's so nice. Awesome. Thank you very much. I will send that to him. All right.
1: So, so Jen, this is part two of the three part, you know, how Jen sets up her estate plan. The last part we're going to discuss is making the big decisions who will be in charge of, medical decisions if you are both if you're incapacitated who will be in charge of the kids guardians who will be the executors and trustees of your estate we're going to talk about special gifts we're going to talk about general distributions for your kids and how to keep them out of trouble um, so we're going to schedule a time now for that part three and then we'll be ready to get started on your estate plan
0: Cool, cool, cool. And I'll have a couple blanks to fill in for you. And I will try by Friday to have those two things sent to you that you asked for, the property tax bill and the current grant deed.
1: Perfect. And and I'll um, have uh, my friend in the insurance business. I'll let you know what he says. If not, I'll ask someone else.
0: Great, yes. And I'm going to call today and get a HELOC to pay off my credit cards. And I'm going to send this sacred space memories info to my brother-in-law. Oh my gosh, Like okay, I thank you so much. I feel so much better already. Weights are being lifted.
1: This is Joel Harris. I am an estate planning and probate attorney with three offices in the East Bay. I'm a state bar certified specialist and a California super lawyer. I help people set up estate plans, because everybody has an estate, and if you don't think you have one, I can show you how. I also review and repair existing estate plans, and I help people administer estates. For 30 years, I've specialized in helping folks translate all this stuff into English instead of here and after their two fours.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Tricks of the Rich podcast. Be sure to visit our website, com, where you can find recordings of the podcast and submit questions for our Q&A sessions and a list of events that we're having in your area so we can meet you in person and answer your personal questions. Thanks so much.